welcome to Tales, Tunes, and Tomfoolery, starring Jerry Springer with Gene Galvin and me, I am Maria Corelli. We are recorded live in front of a brilliant studio audience here in Folk School Coffee Parlor of Ludlow, Kentucky. My daddy came home every day from there. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is, well, <laughs> man, this is really nice. I mean, <laughs> be doing this, and I don't really have to be with you guys. <laughs> hey! Hey, no, no, I miss you. I miss you. Hey, uh, Jerry. Jerry. Oh, yes, Jerry. Gene? Jerry, Maria. Yeah. K- uh, uh, Hi, everybody. And, hey, and Casey Campbell. Hey, everybody. Woo! Hey, look at me. We got Casey Campbell on, too, because he's going to be our musical guest later on. Casey Campbell, by the way, is the musical coordinator for the Jerry Springer podcast. He is a singer-songwriter extraordinaire up there with uh, Maria Corelli and others. I mean, they're all up there. And uh, Casey is, uh, we're going to talk a little bit more with Casey in a minute. But tonight, Jerry Springer well, first of yes. all, technologically, we're going to the freaking moon. We are so layered in technology. So here's what we got. Oh, yeah. We got the Jerry Springer podcast. We got the Jerry Springer podcast tonight on Facebook Live. So everybody wave to the Facebook Live audience. Wave to hey, everybody. Hey, there you go. How you doing? Julia Grafe is in there. We're going to talk about her in a minute. And Jerry Springer and Casey Campbell. And over Casey's shoulder, what the heck is that, Casey? It looks like Abraham Lincoln. It's, a, it's oh, another, another Casey. That's it's another Casey. Casey. <laughs> oh, my God. And then, and then I've got another one right there. Uh, oh, that's you're, awesome. You're, All right, so. you're, your poor wife, three Casey's. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. So look, for real, most people hear this in the archive version, audio only. So we got to do a little theater of the mind tonight. But we're all hunkered down in our home bunkers. And yep. uh, so what is it? It's uh, May 5th. Last night, w- yesterday was my anniversary. Happy anniversary, Gene. Hey, happy anniversary. Oh, <clears throat> uh, 52 Honest. years. 52. Five two well, Gene. to my lovely Gene. wife, yes. Bonnie. Yeah, well, congratulations, but I never realized that because on a, a, a more newsworthy note, even more than that, 50 years ago yesterday was Kent State. I know they did it on, they had that tragedy yeah. on mm. my wedding. Uh, it, it's actually, it was a horrible situation and it's very meaningful, mm. particularly to people yeah. like Jerry and me, who were very much alive. Yeah, that. yeah, absolutely. That was in the heyday of our political activism. Uh, on a less serious note, everybody on Facebook Live, take a look at my haircut. I got a haircut. Oh, you did oh. it! Oh. Bonnie? So you're, Bonnie the reason, so you're the reason we're all going out this week. <laughs> yes, I yeah, see. Yeah. Okay, exactly. you're no, the reason no. all these states uh, are opening uh, up. I, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I bought Jerry, your Amazon. hair looks too good too. Now I don't know. I know. I bought uh, some Amazon hair clippers, not beard trimmer. But I had that, but hair clippers. Yeah. Clippers. <laughs> and my uh, wife went on YouTube, learned how to do it, and, and it's like she cut my hair, and I looked at it. So why in the hell am I paying all that money? To get oh, <laughs> good yeah. job, Bonnie. Yeah, you're yeah, way to go. Well, considering what you had to work with, it's not bad. <laughs> I hear you. 
I hear. <laughs> hey, so listen, listen to all these layers we got going. So we got Facebook Live, Jerry Springer Podcast, and then we have with us tonight a TikTok phenom, the, one of the queens of TikTok. Let's welcome to the Jerry Springer Podcast, Julia Grafe. Hello, Julia. Yeah. How you doing? Welcome. Yeah. Now, Julia, correct me if I'm wrong. And Julie, we worked it out that we're going to be able to show your TikTok video. The one in question. In a moment, we're going to ask David Proust to roll that. But Julia, how old are you, Julia? Are you 18, 19? How old are you? I'm 18, almost 19 next All right, month. 19 next month. And Julia is wow. a, uh, next year, a student at what school? It's this really cool school in New York, correct? The Fashion of, the fashion of Technology. No, what is it? I can't even. <laughs> it's FIT. I'm like all over the yeah. place. Yeah, that's a famous school, FIT, Fashion Institute yeah. of Technology. Yeah. Nice. And Congrats. It is a big wow. Deal. That's yeah. A big time. Yeah. And, and but check this out. So Julia deserves to get into the school. She probably could have got in on this one post. So Julia, uh, I'm gonna tell this real fast and then clean up anything I get wrong, Julia. Um, uh, and Jerry, you know what TikTok is, right? Mm -hmm. Casey, you know what TikTok is, correct? Yeah, it's I like absolutely, those I actually do not. I mean, I know what it is, but I'm so. Okay. Me and Jerry, <laughs> me and Jerry have like, way too much those, in common right now. Yeah. No, it's those breath. Mix. Sorry, Julia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, breath. Mix. Jerry, Jerry knows what TikTok is, though, right? Yeah, Jerry? He, does. he does. Yeah, because I, I, I did a TikTok dance, but that's for another day. That's you TikTok, did? TikTok toe, TikTok toe. I've played that game. TikTok many yeah. Times. yeah. So, so TikTok is a very clever, very successful app that allows for people of all ages, but it skews young. But I, I, I'm on it, and it's not just all young people. But, but so it, it is. They are short videos that are hilarious. Just little short things, uh, creative little bursts that people have. So Julia Grafe uh, moved into this home that her family bought. And when they got there, I'm just going to say in a Western state, they found that there is a feature in the house where, you know what, let's just first of all, now we can't just get the video roll because the people listening on audio, have to be, this has to be explained. So here's what they found. Imagine in a kitchen kitchen pantry cabinets where you might have dishes and stuff and let's uh picture that there is a stack of doors so it's not one big long vertical door there are stacks of doors and the lower one when you open it there are no dishes and instead there is a blue round plastic cylinder that is the opening of a slide and when you get in the slide it goes somewhere else in the house, <laughs> namely to the lower level of the home. And when you come out of the slide, you stand up and ahead of you, better yet, is a climbing wall with like hand and feet holds on it. So you could go from the kitchen to the lower level, get out and climb the climbing wall as long as you want. Go back up, ride the slide again. Now, when I watch this TikTok video, it looks like there are also LED lights on the slide. Is that correct, Julia? 
No, that was the effect on the, on the okay. video. Okay, I'm glad you point that out. But do I have this video yeah. correct? All yes. right, now you posted this and, and uh, we will show it here in a second for the people watching on Facebook Live. If you are not watching on Facebook Live, you've got to go to TikTok, it's spelled T-I-K and then T-O-K. And, or just Google Julia Grape, and that's spelled G-R-A-E-F. And if you just put Julia Grape, comma, TikTok, it'll pop up. She, this was written up on Yahoo News, AOL had it. I don't know, it's been written up a bunch of places. Hey. Check this out, Jerry Springer. This video got 10 million views. Whoa. 10 million views. Hey, Dave, congratulations, Julia. It's unbelievable. David, roll that video. And those of you who are just listening, you're going to hear some music that she used. It's very short. We'll let the people on Facebook Live see this. Are you able to do that, David? Uh, let me give it a shot. All right. I'm a, we'll keep talking. And when you've got it, just roll it if, you, if it works. Um, so, Julia, um, 10 million views, that's a pretty good number on TikTok, isn't it? Yeah. 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 And Oh, here uh, we go. Okay, here we go. There it is. Oh, wow. What? That is unreal. All right, and then that's something, Casey. Wow. Dang. Yeah. Wait. Dude, so did you did you go down the slide? Can you go down the slide? Yeah. What? It's 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 a bit tougher for you know people who are not like four years old. <laughs> but I mean, I'm five seven and I still fit in the slide. Nice. So, you know. What? Hey, so Jill it was built into the house like that? That's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty. Oh, cool. you mean it was built in when you bought the house? Yeah. Uh, the, the people that lived there before, is their kids still alive? Very much alive. I mean, that's wow. That, and I used to joke about that. Because did you not know about this before you bought the house? Well, no, we didn't. And when we came to visit and like see the house, that was one of the things they pointed out. Unreal. Okay. Well, yeah. Now I got to tell you, cause I've you know, been on there and watched some of this. So it's got 10 million views. He's probably gotten a million and a half likes on it. That number's probably growing up and lots of comments, lots of conversation ranging from what the hell are some of you people doing, you know, with, <laughs> you know, living that, that's crazy. You can't live that way, you know, cause you got a very diverse group of people who go on TikTok and some people think it's wonderful and they're envious and other people are jealous and very angry, right, Julia? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's provoked this big explosion of conversation. So mm -hmm. I just had this idea as I'm watching that. Julia, if you're talking to us on, let's say a laptop, you on some, you know, like on a laptop or something? Yeah. So do you have an a, iPhone or an Android there? Mm -hmm. I well, why don't you get on TikTok right now and get Jerry Springer to talk to TikTok like as soon as you get it up, 
And Jerry, <laughs> will you do two things? Will you promote our gosh darn podcast, please? <laughs> okay, so what we is can it? Cross promote. And then also, okay. Jerry, all you have to do is look at the camera and talk and say, hey, TikTok, this is Jerry Springer. You know, listen to the Jerry Springer podcast. And then secondly, tell people to go to Julia's a video post on the what should we call it julia the house feature is that how it's described yeah the house feature julia great julia video post on tiktok right because then uh, her on the but put down house feature because she has don't give me money. three things to do i put won't down house feature. <laughs> yeah. unbelievable we can go from let's see if we can get you from 10 million views to push it to 11 million 12 million with an endorsement from jerry springer ah, gene it may backfire that may backfire she may that may be dislike exactly Oh no, this could care. right. How this embarrassing. Are you on Julia? Tell tell us when you're on TikTok. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm All right, on. Okay. Turn that camera. Face that camera to the Jerry Springer to, to that. Okay, Jerry, talk to TikTok. Hey, TikTok lovers. Um, you've got to go first of all, listen to my podcast, which is the Jerry Springer podcast. You can just Google that. But also on TikTok, you gotta see Julia Grape's latest uh video. It is through the world, through the roof. Actually, it's through the basement. You gotta see it. And people have seen it already. Go to it. It's unbelievable. Spell Julia Grafe. It's J-U-L-I-A. Grafe. G-R-A-E-F. TikTok. I can do it. <laughs> Julia Grafe TikTok. How do you spell TikTok? T-I-K-T-O-K? -E I don't know. <laughs> go, go to it. Quick. Hurry up. Hey, hey Julia. Oh, bye, TikTok. Oh. Say goodbye to TikTok. <laughs> Great. Hey, hey, Julia. Oh you man, off? are you off? Now? Good thing you're a yeah. professional, hey. Jerry. Hey, uh, yeah. Really. Oh man, I'm going to be doing a lot of endorsements now. And my agent's on the line. Wait, my agent's closed. Hey, Julia. Tell, stay in touch with me. You got my email. Let us know if the numbers move around some. Because if they do, of course, we want to take you. Hey, Julia, last question before, and you can drop off and we'll go on with the show. Well, I got to ask you something. If yeah. we get out of this quarantine, would you mind and would you facilitate if we could somehow make this happen to get Jerry Springer out to this Western state where you live <laughs> to ride down that slide <laughs> and climb up that climbing wall? We'll take Maria Corelli. She's a rock climber. I'll She'll spot go him. Yes. She will spot him. I'll be so his have security. You, <laughs> have you noticed the difference in size between Maria and me? <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, Julia, Jerry will fit in that slide, won't he? Seriously, he will. Yeah. Yeah. So he no, can't use say that. no. He's fine. He's, he's a small, he's a small no. man. Hey, hey, Julia, hey, don't look, we're not gonna let him use that excuse, are we? No. no. And then if I, what happens if I get stuck in the middle between floors? We'll bring the fire department in. Oh, would that be great? Yeah, we'll make that yeah, happen. So we'll make that happen. That's, that's, right. where, that's where you live, then. You live yeah, there. That's where you live. Hey, hey Maria, we'll send food down. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. Maria, we'll send food down and then climbers use these. We'll send a pee bottle down. Yeah. <laughs>
That's where you pee in the bottle. (laughs) Yeah, pee in a bottle. Hey, thank you, Julia. Great. Thanks, Julia. Thank you for having me. We loved it. See ya. That was great. Oh, man. Hey, let's talk to Casey Campbell for a minute, because, Jerry, we want to ask you to do, you've been giving us wonderful comments from the bunker about this whole situation and political aspects of this, and we want to turn to that in a second. But before we do, we want to ask our our old friend and our colleague, Casey Campbell, a couple questions. Hey, Casey, well, first of all, I want people to know, and Maria, you know about this, and Jerry, you and Mickey should watch this on Sunday. Every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern time, Mm -hmm. Casey does a show called the Casey Campbell Sing Along, Sunday Sing Along. Correct, uh-huh. Casey? Yes. And yes. He, he does it with uh, Jessica, his wife, who is uh, in her own right, a wonderful singer. Correct. And um, it is wonderful because oh, it's, fa- it's Facebook Live, so there's reactions and people are making requests and commenting, and it's just got a great feel to it. Oh, thank you. And then, and then his wife on Sunday tells i felt like i was sitting i felt like i was with woody guthrie you know sitting in the middle of the depression where his wife then explains that she just got a letter and i won't name the company but from a major company in in the world it's an yeah. international company yeah. and they just uh cut her job so um it's what? very sad to hear and uh he has a little bit of that to it. It's emotional, and the songs they're singing relate to that. Casey's also doing a show on Thursday nights uh, that, uh, in which they are redoing sections of the Whispering Beard Folk Festival, National That's Folk right. Festival. And what of which time, Jerry is an alum, by the way. He is an alum. And Casey, what time <laughs> does that show happen on Thursday nights? Uh, the Thursday shows happen at 7 p.m. Uh, Eastern. Eastern. Yep. Uh, the virtual the virtual doors open up at six thirty Eastern, um, okay. and so those shows are wonderful. It's it's a mix of to uh, a mix of these pre recorded, but it's not just a, a, st- a stationary camera. We have multi uh, angle cameras that captured all of the footage from the beard. We have the board mixes from these bands that we're able to play, and so it is high quality. I mean, it's television commercial quality uh, entertainment, and it's all happening on. Uh, Facebook Live via the Whispering Beard page. Um, all of the money that we we put up uh, donation links. We're working with a wonderful uh, uh, nonprofit here in Cincinnati called Play It Forward. Play It Forward uh, was founded over ten years ago by uh, Gary Burbank, um, a, a 700 WLW alum, I believe, and um, he uh, wanted to start a fund to help musicians in their time of need, predominantly full-time musicians that have no kind of safety net. And so their entire mission for the last 12 years has been to uh, help musicians if they break a leg and can't make their gigs or if something happens and their their career kind of goes out from underneath them. So obviously right now they're very much on board with teaming up with us to try to raise money as just as much as we can. Uh, we, feel, we feel like every dollar helps these musicians right now. So if you tune into that, you'll see a bunch of donation links and stuff happening throughout the night. And all of that money goes to the production crews, to the musicians, uh, and to play it forward. The Beard's not trying to keep any of that money. We're really just trying to help these guys in need. Okay, so... it's awesome. 
for people great. who are listening, uh, obviously be aware if, if you hadn't thought about it in every episode, we, we thank all the people who are essential workers, the uh, medical care people, the food supply people, truckers, uh, people who clean places, hospitals, and, yep. and uh, grocery stores, et cetera. We thank you so much for what you're doing. And singer-songwriters, performers, uh, my own daughter is a performer and my son-in-law is a performer in Orlando, Florida, and the performers are just getting crushed by this. So yeah. the opportunities that people are putting out there and the Casey Campbell Sunday sing-along, 11 a.m. Oh, Eastern, thank you. and the uh, evening 7 o'clock on Thursday Eastern time, Whispering Beard shows, uh, please go to those. There are opportunities to make donations help these people pay their yeah. rents, buy their food and uh, stay alive. And so, you know, Gene, uh, before you go on yeah. there, um, yes. the, you know, you mentioned the performers and that's true, but just as you were talking about your, you know, your family and many people that I know, um, people that are involved in the entertainment industry that are made, not just the people you see in front of the cameras or here in front of the microphones, you know, I mean, we're talking about stage technicians and guys who wrap chords for a living and guys who are on tour for a living doing all of that production guys, sound guys, lighting guys. I mean, it's an entire industry. And then you think about the industry built around live performance and live entertainment. And you're talking about bars and restaurants. And that's where we get into, you know, the, the circle grows so quickly. And so mm -hmm. I hope that's something that I hope that's something that these that the people that are listening here tonight understand. And I think they mostly do. But just really remember that, you know, for every single musician that you tune into, which is wonderful and tune into as many as you can. There are 20 people that are behind the scenes of a show on a regular basis that don't do that for a living. And so suddenly they're kind of stuck and uh, it's a yeah. really weird predicament we're in. So just, you know, keep those people in mind. Well it's put good. Casey. Yeah, well put, Thank Casey. you. Well put. Yeah. Thanks for speaking. You speak, you speak for well a lot of people and, uh, we thank you for doing that. Yeah, man. Um, all right, we're going to circle back to Casey in a minute. Maria's going to talk a little bit more with him about where people can hear his music, and he's going to do a song. Um, we're not going to lie to you. We're we're going to pull a recorded version of that Correct. song, and we're going to also add in a recorded version of Down by the Riverside as we go out. Uh, the audio is better when we do it that way. That's why we're doing it that way. Before we go back to talking with Casey and talking music, Jerry, um, you, you've given, as I mentioned before, such wonderful analysis, uh, sort of from the bunker. Uh, talk to us again tonight. What's what's this week's take on the situation? I think everybody knows what we mean by what we mean well, by the situation. Yeah, I was thinking I'd talk a little bit about these demonstrations that are taking place in front of uh, various state houses around the country. Uh, the demonstrations to open up. And it struck me, why do folks who are protesting shelter-in-place orders and statewide shutdown orders, why do they invariably show up at their rallies carrying Trump signs and guns and even Confederate flags? What has any of that got to do with the science of when it's safe to be opening everything up? How did all this become a political Trump rally? So let's start with what we do know. 75% of Americans say we should not open up too soon. 100% of scientists and medical experts say there's no way to tell who has the coronavirus without testing the person. And even if you do test, 
you have to get the results right away. Otherwise, for example, if you wait five days, who's to say the person didn't get it in the five days since the test? So because three and a half months into the pandemic, we still don't have universal testing, we're forced to continue the shutdown with all its attendant burdens. I mean, think about it. We've only tested less than 2% of our population, and therefore we don't have a clue who among the 320 million Americans actually has the virus. So let's tell the truth. Our government has been unable to produce and distribute enough tests and masks and PPEs and ventilators, sadly resulting in America uh, having the worst response and highest rate of virus and death of any country in the world. At least we're number one in something. So knowing that Washington dropped the ball, that the White House was asleep at the wheel, and even to this day is unable and unwilling to mobilize a national defense, instead leaving it to local states and cities. So knowing all this, then who are these people who ignore reality and turn their protests into a Trump rally with guns and Confederate flags? I mean, understanding that virtually everyone would like to go back to work, and continue their socializing and entertainment and what several months ago was considered their normal lives, most everyone also understands that if we don't continue the safeguards recommended by the medical community, the pandemic will just escalate and be with us for an even longer period of time. So then who is this person who decides to show up at a protest, not only to undermine national safety, but to turn it into a Trump rally. Even admitting that there's surely some exceptions to what I'm about to say, these protesters generally fall into one of two groups. The first, the inevitable wackos, and two, those who conclude and admit that even if the shelter-in-place orders are lifted, and consequently many more people will die, well, if that's the case, so be it. It's a reasonable price to pay, they say. A lot of these people are old enough, are old anyway, and so long as it's no one in my family, you know what, I can live with it. I can live with the fact that other people will die. Now, putting this blatant immorality aside for the moment, the irony of seeing these people protesting while holding Trump signs is that more places could actually be reopening now if Trump had only been doing his job, if he had only used these three and a half months or so while we were on lockdown to mobilize American industry and get all the tests and masks and ventilators and PPEs manufactured and distributed so that all of us could go back to work safely. And what's even more frustrating is that he's still not doing what a real president or leader would do in such a crisis. Instead, he's using this time to improve his television ratings and to tell people what a fantastic job he's doing. My point is this. Maybe this entire protest movement would make more sense and do more good if the Trump gun-toting, sign-waving protesters would, instead of showing up in front of the various state houses, show up instead in front of the White House 
with signs that say, Mr. Trump, I voted for you. Now, for God's sake, do your job. All right. Good job, Jerry. Thanks. <laughs> Hey, you guys, we're going to move it on to Casey over here. Um, we heard a little bit about what he's been doing, uh, the wonderful work he's been doing for the musicians around who have lost their jobs. But also, as um, we've had him on before, and we know he is a fabulous musician as well. Uh, one of my personal favorites in this whole, <clears throat> in this uh, scene here in Northern Kentucky and Cincinnati. And um, Casey, uh, I guess... Um, we want to know where we can hear that, that stuff, where, where the fans can hear, um, your music, your personal music. That's an excellent question, Maria. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you can find it on, uh, Facebook and, uh, all of the usual download sites, Spotify, iTunes and stuff. So you can find it under Casey Campbell. I may have mentioned this on the podcast before, but I don't remember if I have. Um, there is a Nashville musician named Casey Campbell, who is oh. frankly a lot more well respected than I am. <laughs> no. Because Never. Uh, he, <laughs> let's no, kill he, him. He, uh, <laughs> he grew up in a Grand Ole Opry family, actually, and he's a mandolin player. And uh, and so and so, if you go on Spotify and stuff like that, there you will find a, a couple albums that are listed under Casey Campbell. If it features a mandolin player, that's not me. Uh, I'm the I'm the other one. <laughs> um, but my albums the the album the latest album I have is called Care of General Delivery, and you can find it all over. I think my website's still up. You know, I, I'm not even kidding. Like through these times, I've kind of lost track of like keeping up with things, and so I may have let my website lapse. It may be down. I don't know. <laughs> but it's case it's Casey-Campbell.com. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, uh, and, uh, but you can find it on iTunes, Spotify, things like that. And if anything so describes Casey yeah. per oh, more perfectly than it's that, because he is not only an amazing <laughs> musician, he's also the most humble musician I've ever met. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. So don't let I'm, him downplay his talents. He's awesome. Guys. I'm also a scatterbrained son of a gun. So, you know, you'll have that. Um, but so we've got a, we've got a tune here. Um, so you mentioned the, you mentioned the, uh, Sunday things we've been doing. We're really enjoying those. Those are actually more of a sing along. So I would really encourage anybody who's kind of listening right now, if you're interested, it's meant to almost be a replacement for that Sunday morning, churchy, good time yeah. feeling sort of thing. It, uh, Jessica and I grew up in that music. And so those Sunday shows are, are, are not about the music you're about to hear. Uh, not that I'm not proud of that, but, but we just wanted to do something that was incredibly familiar to people to maybe have a time of community, even though we can't gather as community right now. Um, so those Sunday mornings are a little different than what you're about to hear, but this song is called Where I Want to Live. Uh, it's off of my last album. Um, I've got a new one hopefully coming out this year sometime if I can uh, sort out how to how to do that um, but this song is is a great throwback uh, musically I love music of all genres and this song really harkens to the sounds of sort of the turn of the 20th century they're really jazz uh, some of that ragtimey and uh, New Orleans style feel 
got a couple great Cincinnati musicians in this one. Ben Walkenhauer on uh, clarinet and uh, BBG, Brian Bachelor-Glader on <laughs> piano. And, uh, yep, uh, John Dahl on the bass. Yeah. And so uh, it's, a, it's a wonderful song. And, it, honestly, it's kind of a lighter song. It's meant to be a, a little bit of a play on words. Where I want to live, you'll understand if you pay attention a little bit. But, uh, but yeah, so that's what this is. Here we go. Casey Campbell, Where I Want to Live. Unreal. One, two, one, two, three. you 10,000 miles from me If I should ever find my way to the middle of a foreign land Well I would rest below the desert long before I'd ever ask for your hand I might make a bet on the dirty floor of a cantina catching sand beneath my toes and drinking a song by our very own Casey Campbell um, and if you're not if you're not looking for him on his Facebook and his website and Spotify anywhere you can hear him you can also find him in the well-loved blue-collar country musician Tyler Childers music video yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's true I forgot about <laughs> that a little shout out there yeah but uh, we're, we're gonna um, ask you Casey uh, one final thing if you can help us uh, sing down by the riverside and maybe let uh, Jerry, take a verse, just like the good old times. 
Oh, oh, I think man. we can do that. Cool. <clears throat> do, a little vir- do a little virtual congregational scene. Get your notes here. <clears throat> do me so. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> here we go. All right, everybody's Whoa. got it. Here Casey we go. Casey Campbell. I'm going to lay down my heavy load down by.